Thank you, Lord. Well, I, I want to. This is part two of what I brought last week, so that's why I'm preaching again today. I hope you're all okay with that. But <laughs> whoa, thank you, Father. Father, we thank you for your word. We welcome spirit of wisdom and revelation, the knowledge of you, Father. Hallelujah. You would flood the eyes of our understanding, Lord, with light. That we come to know the hope that you've called us to. And the exceeding greatness of our inheritance, which is in the saints. You're set apart once, Father. We thank you, Lord. We bless you in this place in the name of Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. Well, I want to to go back to Matthew 11. As I shared last week, it's a message that I shared in healing school that I spoke to the the people that were there and said, look, I really believe this is a word for the church for now. So this is part two of of what I brought last week. And so what I want to do is go to Matthew 11 and... uh, we're going to read verse 12. I believe this word, this is such a now word. It's, it, it's, it's preparation for, for now, for each day that we're living in right now. And I think it's, it's so important and pivotal to our walk of faith and the just are called to live by faith. Is that right? Praise God. So verse 12 of Matthew 11 says, And from the days of John the Baptist until now, I love that, now. Now means now. And that word always has to have a present tense context for us. That the word wasn't one day and, and, and the day to, and in the future, but it always has that present day context for us. So as from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. We saw last week that this defines uh, this this word is sort of will unpack it and define what what violence what spiritual violence is. It's taking by force what is actually already being given. You see, in Ephesians one, I believe it's verse three, the scripture tells us that God has already given us everything, everything, all every spiritual blessing in heavenly places has already been given to us. God has given us, past tense, every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. And this scripture, coupled along with that, is saying heaven, it's in heaven. It's been given in heaven and heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. You know, when you know that something belongs to you, you're not going to be passive about it. Amen? You're not going to sit back and just allow it to drop on. You're going to actually take it by force because you know it belongs to you now. Amen. I believe that there's a few people in waiting. Now we understand that there's some things we have to wait for. There's some things that need to mature before we're ready to actually receive them. One being a baby in the womb. Amen. Hallelujah. But you know, there's some things that are already matured and waiting for us to take a hold of. You know, the other day I saw a picture of a tree and I saw so many ripe apples on it. But, you know, we need some harvesters that will actually go up and, and take, the, take them, that will gather it in, that will be active. Amen. God wants his church active in this hour. And he's saying heaven suffers violence, but the violent take it by force. Amen. Hallelujah. They take what belongs to them. Um, 
God has made all things available. Why don't you turn to someone and say, God has made all things available and they're for the taking. They are for the taking. Hallelujah. Amen. If we don't take them, we won't have them, church. If we don't take them, we won't have them. Bless the Lord. Amen. I want to read that scripture again out of Matthew um, in the Amplified Version. It says, as from the days of John the Baptist until the present time, the kingdom of heaven has endured violent assault and the violent men seize it by force as a precious prize. Glory to God. I guess you'll go for what you value. Amen. I mean, you will go for what you value. Hallelujah. With intention. Be intentional. Glory to God. As a precious prize, a share in the heavenly kingdom is sought with the most ardent zeal and intense exertion. There is nothing passive about that passage. The share in the heavenly kingdom. You know, we have a share in the heavenly kingdom by born-again birthright. We are partakers, hallelujah, of the heavenly kingdom by born-again birthright. And what it's saying here, the scripture is saying, it is sought with the most ardent zeal and intense exertion. Glory to God. I believe there's an activation happening. There's a stirring in our spirit. Amen? There's sort of like we can sit back and just wait for things to happen, but God says that's not the way it's going to happen. That's, that, that's not how you, you take a hold of what belongs to you. It's time, church. Amen. For us, us to actually experience what God has already given us. And it, we, we're not going to experience unless we actually take it by force. Hallelujah. You know, even this word today is an opportunity for you to actually grab a hold of and take by force. Make your own. Hallelujah. You see, faith isn't a casual, half-hearted appreciation. We thank God for what He has done. We appreciate what He's done, but we can't just sit back and view it from afar. We need to take it. The Vines Dictionary describes this violence as to get possession of, to take hold of forcibly. I don't know about you, but I've just got this desire for us to get a hold of this kingdom. Amen? To, to, to get a hold of the promises of God. The, the, the healing not be a one-off experience. Amen? But, it, but divine health actually be enjoyed by every believer because of our born-again birthright. It's sort of stirring something on the inside of me that I actually want to take a hold of what is mine forcefully. It's time. Someone say, it's time. Glory to God. In spite of, it says, in, in spite of violent opposition, you take it. Th this doesn't mean you go around screaming and yelling. You know, you, you, can, you, can, you can be violent in taking hold of something in peace. Amen. It's not talking about a behavior. It's actually talking about an attitude. It's talking about an attitude and a positioning of heart. Hallelujah. The opposition is not from God, we established last week, but it's from the enemy. We are fighting for what is rightfully ours. And I believe that's spot on for now, for this season. 
that we find ourselves in right across the world. Amen. Not only in our nation, but right across. But in this battle, there's three types of opposition or three categories. And and they are, I believe, the world, the flesh and the devil. And we exercise victory over every single one of these areas because we've been given it. We sang about it today. Amen. The battle's been won and the victory's been given to us. Jesus won the absolute victory for us. Amen. But, you know, sometimes I would think like, okay, so the flesh is one of the areas where we need to, um, that we're battling against. But, you know, often um, the flesh can be one of the biggest problems that we have. Yeah? Because the flesh doesn't want to cooperate with your spirit. Have you noticed that? Yeah? It might want to stay in bed might want to kick back and sit back in the chair. Might not want to get up and begin to pray and worship God when it doesn't feel like it. And your spirit can be wanting to worship God, but the flesh wants to sit back and say, well, I had a bad sleep last night. I'm not getting up early this morning. Amen. So the flesh can writhe against the, the spirit, but we are a spirit. Amen. And as we begin to rise up and worship God and take ground in the spirit, because that's one way of actually taking by force what belongs to you. You know, it, it's an expression of taking by force what belongs to you. It's an expression of taking by force what belongs to you in worship this morning. Did you kick into the opportunity that was given to kick into that place? Amen. And begin to dance, begin to sing, begin to worship God, even though you didn't feel like it. You see, that's what's so wonderful about the corporate anointing, because there's somebody here that feels like it. I said, there's somebody here this morning that wanted to worship God. There was somebody in the midst that wanted to shout, hallelujah, amen, and take by force of victory that it wasn't only their own, but it was yours too, because that's what happens in the corporate anointing, which you just hear more and more and more about. Someone says, I don't feel like it. Best time to come when you don't feel like it because somebody else feels like being here. Hallelujah. Someone says, I'm not hungry. Well, somebody else here this morning is hungry because the Word's coming. And somebody else this morning is getting hungrier and hungrier even as they're hearing the Word preached right now. And when they cry out for more for them, they're crying out for more for you because we're one body. Oh, that's a good word right there. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. It only takes two of us to agree. And you know, sometimes that just needs to be one person in the Spirit of God because the Spirit of God in me is saying amen to what I'm saying right now. Hallelujah. So something's going to shift. Bless the Lord. Woo. Ha, 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 ha. Sometimes the flesh doesn't feel like it. But it's time for us to rule and reign over the flesh, the world and the devil. Is that right? Yeah. The spirit of the world. Yeah. You know, 1 Corinthians 9, Paul said, verse 27, But I discipline my body and I bring it into subjection. Lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. Ooh. Your flesh will steal from you as sure as the devil will. You know, many, many people think, oh, well, I'm fighting again. You hear, them, hear the, the dialogue. The enemy's giving you a hard time. You know what? It's actually just, 
It's just that old flesh, that old dead man. Amen, that corpse. Yeah, that's giving you a hard time. Amen. But what we have to do, what we're called to do, is to exercise forceful faith over the flesh, the spirit of the world, and the spirit of the world. Amen. Hallelujah. What does that look like? We'll just stop flowing in everything that everybody else is flowing in. That's what the spirit of the world, you know, it's like we just, we just flow in the dialogue of the world. We flow in the stream. No, 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 no. Amen. Heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. Amen. By force we reach past our flesh. The thinking of the world, the flow of the world. We reach past what the devil is trying to steal from us. Amen. Because God is not withholding from us. Isn't that awesome? Don't you just love the Word of God? He's not withholding anything. He's already given it. He has given you everything that pertains to life and godliness. But you know, it's sometimes it's just, a, well, more often than not, it's just our passive approach to the things of God. Amen? That actually disqualifies us from walking in God's best. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Someone says, well, if God wants to bless me, God wants to heal me, why hasn't he healed me? But the point is he already has. You see, we've got to step over that log. Step over that place of waiting for something to happen and begin to know what's ours through the Word of God and taking it because it belongs to us now. Sin doesn't disqualify you. Jesus has dealt with it. It's finished. He's dealt with it. The just to live and walk by faith in what Jesus has already done. Hallelujah. Why don't you turn to someone and say, you've already got that thing you're waiting to get. Amen. 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 You see, religious thinking sits back and waits for an offer. Religious thinking sits back and waits for an offer. But faith takes. Faith takes. Amen? Religious thinking waits for it to show up, but God initiated it already by giving you an inheritance and faith activates what is already yours. So today I want to look into a wonderful parable. It's in Luke 18. Verse 1. And we see in verse 1 it says, So Jesus told them a parable to the effect that they ought always to pray and not to turn coward, faint, lose heart, or to give up. You know, if there's anyone here this morning that feels like um, they want, they're fainting or they're losing heart or they want to give up, this word is for you. Amen. Glory to God. It's for me too. It's for everyone. But you know, we need stirring up. Is that right? Hallelujah. We need courage imparted on the inside of us. Yeah? This word will cause courage 
it will encourage you. Amen. If you're encouraged, you begin to feel courageous. Hallelujah. Verse 2, he said, In a certain city there was a judge who neither reverenced or feared God, nor respected or considered man. So this, this scripture is not talking about God. Okay. And there was a widow in that city who kept coming to him and saying, protect and defend and give me justice against my adversary. And for a time he would not. But later he said to him, though I have neither reverence nor fear for God, nor respect or consideration for man. It's in a bad place, this fella. Yet because this widow continues to bother me, you know, when I was first born again, someone said to me, have you become one of those God-botherers, have you? <laughs> You've been called a God-botherer? Well, it's time to bother. Amen? Amen? But you are not a bother to him. This is an awesome parable. But I will defend and protect and avenge her. So he, he, here he's saying, I have no reverence or fear of God, nor respect or consideration for man. But because this widow continues to bother me, I will defend and protect and avenge her for no other reason except she is bothering me and it's continual. Now, this is an unjust judge, not talking about God, as I said, but this is an unjust judge. He's saying, she's just bothering me. She's harassing me. So therefore, I'm going to protect her. And I will avenge her, lest she give me intolerable annoyance and wear me out by her continual coming or at the last she come and rail on me or assault me or strangle me. <laughs> this woman is causing this judge incredible trouble. Amen. <laughs> Then the Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not our just God defend and protect and avenge his elect, his chosen ones who cry to him day and night? Will he defer them and delay help on their behalf? I tell you, he will defend and protect and avenge them speedily. Speedily. Someone say, speedily is good. Yeah? However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find persistence in faith on the earth? This is why I really believe Holy Spirit is landing on this word. He say, however, when the Son of Man comes, will he find persistence in faith on the earth? How many of you know that Jesus is coming? The time's getting shorter. You say, is he, is he going to find persistence in faith on the earth? This is the sort of faith he's looking for. Somebody who's going to contend for what is rightfully theirs until they receive justice. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 9. He also told this parable to some people who trusted in themselves and were confident that they were righteous, that they were upright and in right standing with God and scorned and made nothing of all the rest of men. But you know, what I love about this parable, what I believe God is showing us, that faith refuses to do without what belongs to it. And Jesus used this example of this, of this woman 
Faith refuses to put up with what doesn't belong to it. Faith refuses to do without it. And faith refuses to put up with it. That's what faith looks like. Jesus said, this is the sort of faith I'm coming for. Am I going to find it? Am I going to find faith when I come that will push through and contend for everything that I've promised for this time? That I've given now. Hallelujah. Amen. Some people are going to be shifted out of the waiting process this morning. I believe that. I believe people are waiting and I believe God wants to shift you out of the waiting process. Hallelujah. Someone needs to say, that's me. You see, we see this judge isn't a type of God because God isn't dismissive. Faith will not be dismissed. God goes where faith puts him. She told the judge where to go. Amen. She actually pressured him so that he would move on her behalf. She outlasted this judge, her continual coming to him. Hallelujah. You know, the interesting part about this, he never even heard her case. He didn't know who was for her. He didn't know who was against her. She was just persistent. He's looking for persistence. But, you know, persistence isn't something you have to grow into. You can just choose to be it. You can make a choice that that what God says is yours, belongs to you, yeah, and be persistent, have an attitude of persistence. If he said it, that's it. I'm not moving. I will not move my stance. I'm not changing. I'm not shifting. He said it. That's it. I'm not moving. It's an attitude. The enemy backs off when he knows you've got that attitude. Yeah? When he knows you won't move, he moves. I said, when he knows you won't move, he moves. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. That's pretty exciting. She's the one who showed up. You know, we have to keep on showing up with our faith. But God said. But God said. We just have to keep on showing up. Hallelujah. Woo. Who knows what that's about? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Someone says, I made a decision to show up 30 years ago and I'm still showing up I'm still showing up I made a decision to turn up 30 years ago but I'm still show up and, and I'm still showing up and you can say that I'm still showing up I'm still showing up but where's the position of your heart amen is, is your position of your heart still waiting for something to happen or is the position of your heart in the taking of what has already been given 
I think I've said it before, but it's worth saying again. We can come this morning and wonder, well, I wonder if God's going to show up this morning. I mean, is the presence of God going to be here? But the Word of God says where two or three are gathered in my name, I'm in the midst of them. I am in the midst of them. I am in the midst of them. I can be sure He's going to be here. But am I going to sit back and am I going to wait to see if I feel Him or am I going to contend for Him? Am I going to go for Him? Am I say, God said, you, you said you are going to be here, so I'm expecting you to be here. I'm expecting to meet you. Amen? You see, see what God wants to cultivate, he, he, he wants to cultivate in us this culture if, well, if I come and He's here because in, it, His Word says He will be and, and I have need of healing, then I'm going to go and get healed. I'm going to go and receive my healing today because God is in the midst of us. He inhabits the praises of His people and God being God, who is Jehovah Rapha, one of His characteristics is going to be in the midst of me. So therefore, whoa, I'll get healed this morning. Thank you very much. I'll take my healing. I'll just take it. Amen. Heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. And you know, you can get so hungry to see signs and wonders and uh, and miracles happen in the midst that you can actually go for it to the degree you might not even need one, but you'll get one for somebody else. Your hunger will cause the presence of God to hit somebody else. The healing power of God to hit somebody else. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm going to seize an opportunity next week to speak again, uh, four times in a row. To prepare our hearts for what the man of God that's coming has got to say. Because what happens in these meetings is as much every individual's responsibility as it is the minister that's coming. I'll say that again, it's worth saying. Because what happens in these meetings is as much the individual's responsibility as it is the minister that's coming to. You know, see, what's happening in this meeting is just as much your responsibility as it is mine. If you're not getting anything out of this word, then maybe you need to make a little bit more of a different position. You know, position yourself a little bit differently. This is a grown-up word this morning. We may as well grow up. We can sit there and say, well, what has she got to say? Has she got anything good to say? I wonder what she's saying, you know. Or you can just draw on the gift and receive whatever you need to be heard. Whatever you need to hear. If you're hungry enough, you will hear. So I made a decision I'm no longer taking sole responsibility for what happens in our meetings. Is that okay? Ha, 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. I don't even know where I was now. Verse 5. Let's go to verse 5. Yet because this widow continues to bother me, 
I will defend and protect and avenge her, lest she give me intolerable annoyance and wear me out by her continual coming or at the last she come and rail on me or assault me or strangle me. (laughs) I love that. That's so cool. (laughs) She wasn't mannerly at all. She, She wasn't mannerly, right or wrong. He said, right or wrong, I'm on this woman's side and I'm going to avenge her. Amen. Because she's not mannerly. Amen. He was on the run. And if I don't give her what she wants, I'm a bit concerned about what might happen. Hallelujah. You know, when you see what's yours in the Word, when you see what belongs to you, when Holy Spirit reveals to you what belongs to you, you're going to come daily. This woman come daily. Amen. You're going to come daily to receive your peace. You're going to come daily. Amen. You're not going to be concerned about wearing him out. You know, you, you can come to him for the things that others would think were trivial. Because you know they're available to him. So you come to him daily and receive your portion. Hallelujah. The longer that you've been without God, the, the, with God, the bolder and the more your faith should grow. We should be coming more and more confident. Faith is aggressive. We keep going back over this passage. We keep on reminding ourselves continually that it's okay. You are not a bother to Him. Amen? He loves you. He loves to hear your voice. He loves it when you walk in the manifestation of what He has promised you. He loves it when you get hungry for more. He loves it when you are persistent. He loves your consistency. You know, when you know the character of God, you will be consistent and you will be persistent because you know Him. Amen? Hallelujah. Worship, as I said earlier, is a, is a cry of faith as well. Hallelujah. A, a cry of faith as well. And the Scripture says His praise will be ever always upon my lips. In verse 8, we see here that, that He says that, He will avenge them speedily. God, he's saying, God, this is my character. I'm going to avenge you speedily. If you take this persistent approach or this stance, he will avenge you speedily. It's an attitude of heart. Hallelujah. In other words, you can get to, you can have that attitude that if you, the minute you walk in, and we'll talk about the corporate again, the minute you walk in, the minute you hit the place, breakthrough speedily is that if you actually position yourself with an attitude of breakthrough you will experience it speedily does anyone need things to accelerate a bit is anyone looking forward to something accelerating in their life yeah well he says raise your expectancy God wants you to raise your expectancy in this place this morning amen it's not that you're not persistent you know, there's faithfulness in the house. But, but, but it's not just faithfulness that's required. It's a positional heart that takes a hold of what belongs to them by force. I'm having that. Why? Because Dad said I have it. I can have it and he's given it to me. So it's mine. It's my inheritance. Am I getting through here this morning? Which one of you would, would, uh, 
refuse to receive a natural inheritance if it was given to you. Amen. If, it was, if someone was trying to hold it back, you'd be bashing down that solicitor's door saying, that's rightfully mine. It was given to me by my father. Amen. And he worked hard for it. I tell you what, Jesus did. A... <laughs> it was hard work, that cross. Amen. So it's time that we rise up and take what's rightfully ours. You know, I was so blessed. Yesterday I listened to um, um, Arnett, John, John, John Arnott's um, testimony. Um, Carol and John Arnott say uh, revival, the Toronto revival. Anyone heard of them? Put their hand up, yeah. And, and, you know, one of the prerequisites God gave him when he was speaking to him about he wanted revival, he says, I need you to take it. And I thought, hallelujah, that word take it again. He said, you want it. I know you want it, but stop waiting for it to happen. I want you to take it. Amen. How many prophetic words have we heard about incredible revival? We're waiting for it, but God's saying, I want you to rise up and I want you to take it. Amen. You see, the thing is, if you believe it enough, you will take it. If you believe it enough, you will take it. If you believe it's yours, you will take it. Amen. Hallelujah. You're all sitting, laying back on me here. I can't wait for you to start to get in the chair, you know, like lean forward. Bless the Lord. Come on. Amen. Amen. Because these are the times that we're living in. This kind of faith is what he is looking for. People who are alive. Amen. When he comes, this is what he's looking for. When we are the, the people that are alive on this earth, when he comes, this is what he will be looking for. So let's start to practice. Hallelujah. You know, heaven doesn't have to look that different when we get there than what it does here. I said, heaven doesn't have to look that different when we get there than what it does here. Jesus prayed, didn't he? He prayed that thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. For us to see the will of God on earth as it is in heaven, we're going to have to start to get a little bit more aggressive and persistent and consistent. Is that right? It doesn't have to look all that different. Oh, glory. I said it doesn't have to look all that different when we go. Because His intention is, is that we experience the heavenly realm here. I said His intention is, is that we experience the heavenly realm on earth. The kingdom realm on earth. Says, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's a pretty bold prayer. What's happening in heaven today, Lord? Well, there's rejoicing, I'm sure. There's worship, I'm sure. As a matter of fact, I don't think anyone's unwell in heaven. Actually, no one is crying in heaven. You can feel a bit nutty preaching messages like this. The Holy Spirit takes you there because He wants to lift your expectation of what beyond what you're experiencing right now. Amen. That you would begin to laugh in the face of adversity. God wants you to begin to laugh in the face of adversity. 
that's a really good way of taking by force what happened, what, what, is, what is yours, what is yours. Joy is yours. Peace is yours. Hallelujah. Amen. It belongs to you. Hallelujah. It's yours now. I said it's yours now. Turn to someone and say it's yours now. Amen. You may as well start enjoying it now. You know, why put off? Why put off what you can actually enjoy today? Why put off till tomorrow what you can enjoy today? Yeah? But see, if we're continually only excited about the manifestation and not the promise, then we'll be continually putting off for tomorrow what we can enjoy today. If that's all, you, that's all that excites you is the manifestation of the promise, we're meant to come to the Word of God, right? And, 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 and take it like it already is to the degree that we're rejoicing when we hear it. He says, that's the sort of worshipper I'm looking for, is one that will worship me in spirit and truth. The purest form of worship is one that is inspired by the Word of God. When you hear the Word of God, when you read the Word of God, when Holy Spirit rests on something, praise comes forth. And you can actually live like you are experiencing the manifestation before you experience it. But how often are we just waiting to see it before we rejoice? I often say in healing school, you know, they came to hear and be healed. They didn't only come to receive the healing, they wanted to hear. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Are you positioned in a place of violent faith? I'll receive my healing because it's mine. Redemption is mine. Hallelujah. That woman went to the unjust judge day after day after day after day after day. You know, sometimes we have to labor to enter our rest. We do. Amen. But once you make the decision, I'm not moving. I've found the truth. I've heard the truth. So that's it. Amen. That's it. Hallelujah. 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 Why don't you just stand up? Thank you, Jesus. We'll finish up. Did you get something out of that? Oh, well, come on. Can you give the Lord a clap offering? Yeah? Someone give him a shout. Amen. Someone give him a shout. Hallelujah. 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 Just, I've just got a word. Sorry, I've got to go back here. 
for you. Yeah. The Holy Spirit just highlighted you to me. And I heard that you have heard some things about yourself, good things, that you're finding hard to believe about you. And all I heard God say was, tell him I believe it about him. I have confidence in him. I already see him in the fulfilment of it. Now, I don't know what it said, but I know I've got this knowing that you've heard things about yourself that you cannot believe about yourself because they're too amazing. But God says, I believe it and I already see him in it, the fulfilment of it. Amen. Awesome. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. How good is it when God says, I believe it about you? When God says, I believe it about you. You know, when you hear a word, when God speaks to you, He believes it about you. Who are we, who are we to say it's not possible? Amen? Yeah. Yeah. God says it's time to start believing what I'm saying about you. Because I see you after the Spirit. I see you created in my image. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. I hope you're all doing okay this morning. I just sense the urgency of the time and I just don't think we've got time to muck around anymore. Sorry, I just believe he wants us there. He he wants to shift some mindsets. He wants to deal with our, our religiosity. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. So, Father, we just thank you for your word, Lord. We thank you that your word is spirit. Your word is spirit life. And we thank you that you impart it into our spirit. Father, we thank you that our spirits have been, you've created us to be sensitive to your touch. That we would be moved by what moves you. Lord. And we thank you, Father God, even right now, Father. In your presence, Father. We receive the enabling grace to take a hold of what belongs to us now. To take a hold of those promises, Father, and celebrate them as if they were already manifested in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Whoa. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know, we'd love to pray for you this morning. If you'd like agreement um, for healing or, 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 or anything, if you, you just want agreement in prayer. If you've never received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, please come forward. We would love to pray for you and with you. If you haven't received the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, come forward. We would love to pray with you and we would love to pray for you. Amen.
Otherwise, guys, have an, have an amazing week. Be blessed. Don't forget Healing School on Tuesday and get into your connect groups. Sorry. Oh, yes. Also, I just wanted you to know that just short of $10,000 was, was raised on our trivia night for the work into Papua New Guinea. So we celebrate a wonderful, um, yeah, wonderful. Yeah, that was just, just amazing. So bless you guys. Thank you. Bless you.